basically with the same um, same thing. So let me see. Let me introduce you to all the readers. I have Craylin Christensen, who is a tarot card reader. Adriana McNeil, intuitive numerologist. Dorothy Morgan, astrologer. And David Woodbridge, uh, astro numerologist. And I also mean intuitive numerologist. It's really important to me that I hold a safe and comfortable platform for everybody. We're all on our own journey, but we're in it together. So please, no judgments on others. It's about respect and kindness. My housekeeping notes, I'm recording this. I will be putting this on my website and I'm sharing it with all the other readers so they can do with what they would like to do with it. Uh, so if that bothers you, just turn your cameras off. Uh, and if you have any questions, raise your hand at the bottom. Uh, you can raise your hand or you can put it in the comment field and Adriana, Adriana and I will get it in for you. So I wanna welcome uh, Ramy. Ramy is from Connecticut. Welcome Ramy. Hi, thank you. I She brought us in three questions. Uh, one was about relationships that she had met somebody in February. Um, another was about uh, money, wondering about when it might come to her. And the last one is about the family home. All very good questions, Ramey. Very good. So, Pray uh, Lynn, our tarot card reader, has drawn a card for us to start the group. Let me see if I can share it for you. Okay. Can okay, nobody panic. Can everybody <laughs> see that? Does uh -huh. everybody see that? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, okay. don't panic. This is a good one, really. This card represents transformation on a big scale. Um, the death card is about releasing things that no longer service you or, you know, work for you. It's the uh, releaser, the eliminator, the expander. So basically, it's about committing to change, metamorphosis, and transformation. Um, this is cutting through your limitations, restrictions, and obstacles, desire to become even more of oneself. Um, so it's a time of letting go of those things that you've either completed and but still haven't tied to you in one way or another. Um, it's about uh, examining where you are currently and what needs to go away and what needs to come in. Um, your questions do reflect that you are right there with several different things. You're starting a new relationship. You're wondering about letting go of the family home and finding a new space of your own. Um, and then you have this question about the money. And all three of those are yeah, pretty important questions. You know, they're transformational. So um, the setting for our reading today, will be looking at <clears throat> the transformation that you're going through and seeing how we can help you to understand um, 
where you're at and where you're headed. So that's that. Yeah, and that's so that's pretty amazing, really, because two of your questions, question two and question three, are about completion, right? The about right. letting go of things. So um, that card was spot on, Kralin. Thank you. Um, when I looked at your chart right off the bat, the first thing I did I, is I went to uh, the personal year energy because I want to know what's what's influencing you right now. And as you know, you're in that eight personal year and 2024 being the nine personal year, which is endings and completions and letting go of things. Now, eight is about reevaluation, right? Looking, looking at things in different ways and making sure that you're making the right decision. So it's not, it's, it, when I look at the question, I'm, I feel like you're right on track, right? Because you're questioning all these things. What am I going to do with the family home? What am I going to do? Um, uh, with, how's the money going to come? Now, if I was to look at the first question, I, I was very happy that you um, met this gentleman in February because that was a one personal month for you, new beginnings. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh it um uh the on the what was it the 28th you met was, was we 20 we met online and we um sent a I, I sent him a like on the 26th which is what he considers our anniversary and then we met in person on the 28th which the is 28th. what i was defaulted but i'm happy to make it the 26th <laughs> right and and the 28 is the 29 11 2 personal day for you that was a perfect perfect mm. setup to meet somebody and i mean i almost feel like when you met it was very comfortable the conversation flowed very nicely because the energy was really supporting all of that now it's really hard for me to tell you if this is, is a, a relationship that's going to continue on because for compatibility reading, we need both charts. All of us would need to look at both charts, which right. would be fun. But it, the setup was perfect. Being in a one person, when something starts in a one, when one is around them, it has a better chance of surviving, of, of continuing. Okay. Um, now, the money from the past, again, eight is all about money right mm -hmm. so you're reevaluating you're figuring this out it looks to me like june uh no excuse me yeah july july could be a very good month for you in uh, in many ways both questions two and three pulling the family together talking about things about the home and um I don't know if you've been in touch with this past partner yeah. and trying to figure out how to get what is owed to you yet but July would be a good month for you to do that. I'm 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 currently suing him because he was it's mm -hmm. I we had bought a house together and then we broke up, right. and I he owes me for my share of the house and wow. not so I'm. Is I've that got, in litigation right now? Yeah, I mean it's it's we've started the process, um, in the courts to he has a mortgage with me and I'm I'm uh gonna i'm starting the process to foreclose on him if he doesn't pay right it looks to me like september is going to be a good month within that <laughs> july august and september but august is the six six is lucky breaks things come in and it's around home right six and eight is about home 
Does anybody, I'm taking up too much time. Does anybody else have anything to say? <laughs> I want to, how about you, David? Step in. Okay. Well, Ray, let's go to a sub when uh, I, as, as Sue introduced me, I kind of play both sides of the, of the field here between astrology and numerology. And so when I was looking at your numerology, the first thing is I found that you were a life path nine. So I'm not sure if you're aware how much numerology fits into all this, but okay. So your life path nine, you're the humanitarian, right? You're in, you're basically been called and, and life path, as we've discussed before, life path nine is a very challenging life path. Okay. It represents all the other numbers in, in numerology. It's one through nine primarily. Okay, so that life path is all these numbers, and, and that's a calling, as far as I'm concerned. Um, I'm going to go out on a limb and say, like, I, I know a lot of life path nines, and they don't have the easiest childhoods. It's full of, of difficulties at times and lessons. You're, as we all are here, but, just, you know, specifically for a life path nine, you're here to learn. And the life path itself is, is about, you know, learning a lesson in this lifetime. So looking at the humanitarian to get to a point here, um, you're all about selfless giving. And do you do you relate to that? I'm just going to ask. Yeah. So my chosen profession is social work. Okay. Um, right. <laughs> I think that fits. Right. Okay. Uh, very much. I, and I do enjoy helping people in my personal life. I In my younger years, I collected people that need help. And as I've gained some wisdom along the way, I now look for more reciprocity and a more reciprocal relationship. So I still mm -hmm. like to help, but I'm also interested in a partner and friends that can be supportive too. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Now I've, I am going to tell you that is kind of one of the lessons and I totally, I, I want you to know, I want, I, I truly hope you get the money that's deserved you. I very much support that sort of thing. And I'm a big believer in what's fair is fair. Um, the challenge with the nine is you are to be the selfless giver, right? And that in, that's encompasses every type of relationship that you have, personal, business, what have you. So on the one hand, um, basically being a nine, you've got to head down a road. <clears throat> you have to give without accepting, without thinking you're going to receive anything. That's just what a, a nine is, the humanitarian. And what is very counterintuitive about a nine is the fact by doing that very thing, you are actually heading in the right direction to eventually receive. Okay, <laughs> so it it it's, it puts it's a real tail you know a head spinner for a lot of nines. It's a difficult thing to think that you're going to give away, and that includes money and possessions. This isn't just your time, right? So I want you to understand. Um, I, I don't know if you're going to get your money back. It sounds like you're going down the right road with your the house and all of that. But as a life path nine, this also could be a lesson for you, to be honest. I mean, it, you know, you have to accept what you have, <clears throat> what's going on. And I think you're handling it beautifully. I probably would very much do the same thing. Um, some positive, on a positive note, though, with this is I view, and it's a universal law, really. All of us are mirrors, okay? So what you put out, your selfless giving, your money and everything else will eventually come back to you. It may not be on the road in the type of way that you're expecting. But it very much, if, if that's what you're portraying out, that's what you're going to get back. And I would say to you, you know, think more in that realm if you're not. And I think you'll be, you know, I think you're very much going to more along the lines of living the life path of the nine. So does that make sense? Or Yeah, yeah, it does. Uh, karma and 
you know, I'll, I'll give something in one place and perhaps be exploited, but then something will come to me in another place. Right. That yeah. Kind of, or mm -hmm. that might not have planned or expected. Yeah, I think it's all in, and it's it's not easy. It's it's a it's an easy thing for me to sit here and say it's not an easy thing to live mm -hmm. out in daily life. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna you know sugarcoat this for you at all. And ever I've done, for whatever reason I know a lot of life path nines and it's the same thing. They give they give they give and they don't see anything in return and that is the calling. So but you have other and I'm not I'm gonna I've hogged too much time as it is I'm going to let other people speak but as we get down through here there's some very positive things for you as well so not to say that nine is a, a, not a positive thing it's a calling truly and it sounds like you're living it out I just you know wanted you to know that was kind of what I saw initially here mm -hmm. so. thank you David sure. thank you. Praline you have your hand raised <clears throat> yep I do um I have pulled my, the first card and it is the queen of discs. Now, discs represent the physical, the tangible, and the queen is the mastery card. And what she indicates or what she represents on this card is that she's reached a really good point in her existence. She's found the oasis, so to speak, where she's comfortable in her own skin. Um, she's healthy. She's... <clears throat> She deals with her nutritional needs, um, but she's in a place where she could look back at all of the struggles she's had in the past to remind her what she's gone through to get where she is. You don't want to necessarily um, forget about how you got to where you are. Um, <clears throat> basically, uh, It's indicating that, you know, exercise is important, eating right is important, um, healthy foods, and having um, a natural environment. So um, hmm. that may indicate, I'm, I'm feeling like one of the things about your family home is that you possibly want to move closer to nature um, or you know, have more trees and, and wildlife coming up into your space that you can have where you are currently. You want to be able to make it your own. Um, I know the family home, my family home was always my mom's. And it was very hard to transition that into something other than that. Um, you know, family home, you kind of hesitate to make changes because it belongs to everybody. It's hard to wrap your arms around it and say, oh, this is mine. When it has for, you know, however long belonged to everybody. So um, you, you're a master in this area. And I know that you're gonna be taking the right and proper steps that you need to make your environment comfortable for you. So. Yeah, that's good. Thank you, Craylin. Mm -hmm. uh, right. Adriana, you got anything you'd like to bring oh. to the table? Uh, yeah. So um, it's really interesting that the first card that was shown was the death card, um, which um, is 13 or 4 uh, in the deck or in numerology as well. 
And then it's also interesting that she pulled this Queen of Discs card as well. And uh, with everything that we've discussed so far, I am getting this theme of karma. And uh, so I'm looking at your personal energy. Um, you have a, yeah, your total expression, which is just the, the full culmination of all the letters in your name, add it all together and then reduce down to a single digit if possible. Um, your total expression is a 13, four. Um, <laughs> and so <laughs> that mm -hmm. is a karmic number. Um, it speaks to past lives. Um, you also have another karmic number in your personal energy in your heart's desire of the 14, five. Um, and so what I'm getting or what I'm feeling is, is that while these are karmic numbers, so there, there is this aspect of like a past life, um, lessons that you're going to have to learn in this life, you maybe repeatedly learn in this life, um, there is opportunity for wisdom to be gained. Um, <clears throat> and you have two Ys in your name, which a lot of people don't have seven energy within their names, um, but you do. So that was interesting to me as well. Um, it, it made me feel that on a spiritual level, um, you, or even just on an intuitive level, you know how to move through life. I almost feel like people can't tell you what to do, how to do, what's right for you. Um, even if they're telling you, I feel like you have this very nice approach to it. Like you're very calm and you, you'll listen, but you're like, yeah, I know what's going on. I know how to direct this shit. Um, <laughs> but it, there, there, there are things that you're having to learn. So with the total expression of the 13, four, um, like Craylin was saying with the tarot card, there is this lesson of having to let go of the past. Um, but with the queen of discard, she mentioned, you cannot forget the things either. And I thought that was very interesting because oftentimes people think letting go means forgetting but letting go is letting go of the control that that thing has over you or the control that you would like to have over that thing. Um, but you also can't forget. And that's where that opportunity of wisdom comes in of I'm growing and I'm learning through this, um, which with the life path of nine, you are going to have to grow and learn and push through things, but you also have to let go in order to move forward. So <laughs> I, there's a very common theme within your energy and within this conversation. And it's right now just feeling like you're holding on to something, maybe a hope, a desire, um, a past, like a regret or something, something could be weighing on you. And it's seeming like it's time to just let it go, like be cool. Um, and I know like with social work, uh, that takes a toll on a person in that mm -hmm. field. Um, I used to want to be a social worker when I was a kid. And the reason I decided against it is because I don't have that emotional strength. Um, but that takes a toll on you. So 
while you could be emotional or emotionally aware in your career within your personal life there could be because your career is consuming so much of this heart in your personal life you could be forgetting like you mm. also need to just drop that stress as well let it go um but yeah that's what I've got for now I've got some other things to say but I want to let Dorothy speak as well because I know there's yes. some cool things going on there is hello do you know much about Ramy? do you know much about astrology um I, I'm not learned in it I've, I've had my chart done many times but I I, I need the interpretation I don't know what things mean on my you own bet. you bet okay so we've seen this before in our in our meetings in our groups whenever a person comes in as a nine everything David was saying especially the real deep stuff you're born under the lunar phase, the final lunar phase of the month. So you're born under the balsamic lunar phase is mm. the name of it. And it it feels just like everything, like David was saying and everybody else about what nine is. Mm -hmm. And it, it just represents, I see that as a person who is going through a, we all have our path. We all have what we're here to live and learn about. But those of you born under that balsamic phase, have more or deeper lessons because who knows for sure but lifetime after lifetime after lifetime you've kind of accumulated a lot it's just it's like cleaning out the fridge you know I always use food and <laughs> it's like cleaning out the fridge you know you haven't cleaned it out in a while all of a sudden you're like oh I don't need that I don't need that I don't need that oh that's bad it's like it's like the relationship <laughs> Taurus rising I always talk about food it is um Taurus loves food the thing the thing is is Remy what it represents is a lifetime of meeting people and working through whatever that karmic lesson is with the person so people are part of your life for a reason or a season or a lifetime it, it doesn't mean every relationship is short but you've picked a career that really bodes well for this <laughs> because you are working as a social worker with a lot more people than somebody who doesn't have this lunar phase. So you're doing it naturally. So you don't have to go through and say, oh, everything's karmic. Sometimes it might feel like that. It might feel heavy because it is a heavy feel, but it's also, you know, you feel lighter because you're helping people and you're working through, and that is your life path. This balsamic <laughs> lunar phase shows us that. And with um, other things in the chart, as far as just your life dynamic, it places where prenatal eclipses were, you have uh, Virgo and Pisces, and that represents being and honing in and paying attention to details, but then allowing it to flow. So allowing that spiritual flow. So that is part of your life. I would see that in, in your, just in your birth chart as, and you have Scorpio at the horizon at the time you were born called the ascendant. Mm -hmm. And um, guess what? We had an eclipse there yesterday. So seeing Craylin pick the death card, which is Scorpio, which is Scorpio, it's Pluto, full moon eclipses. You are right now, when you have, saw all your questions, I'm like, we're going to work with this. We're going to, it's, it's not, you are in for the next year <laughs> to two years, 2023 right. and 2024 transits astrology wise. Hearing Sue, I was like, uh-huh, uh-huh you're moving through 
a deeper process right now. The eclipse yesterday at your ascendant in Scorpio, that full moon eclipse for everybody is like, what do I need to let go of? What is leaving my life? I might have to do it. It might happen for me. Choices are made. But it's at that access of ascendant, descendant, first house, first and seven, six. And two. so basically it's really close to four different houses. And so it shows us that you're doing a lot of inner work and you're doing a lot of outer work and you're deciding what your everyday life is like and you're deciding what your partnerships and relationships are about. Mm -hmm. So a new relationship, dynamics of going through um, litigation, if you will, or at least a, a, court a court system, all of this is active now. So we have another uh, six months to nine months cycle for that to go through. I would go in deeper on that if we were doing something private, but right now let's leave it at that. So you are mm -hmm. in a phase, in a period at this point in time and over the next number of months where you're <clears throat> releasing some of the old things, you're taking some power back and you're releasing some. And that is the whole process of having that balsamic lunar phase birth um, and having this eclipse that we just had that doesn't happen very often when an eclipse is really strong in somebody's on the ascendant, descendant. That that's just it's your thing. It's happened for you, right? And so there are big changes happening here. So I'd like to address um, one question at a time, but as as they come up, as they come up. But for me, I can see just on the surface the bigger changes that are happening. So um, not quick and fast. But then again, it may be, you will right. have these moments of, oh, I'm going to settle. Somebody's going to settle. I don't know. There's so much. <laughs> I'm gonna there, there is, there. isn't there? It's hard it's so for us to, because if you had us individually, we would be talking 60 to 90 minutes. Yep. Um, but for this hour, it's very superficial. We're, we're trying to right. get the highlights of everything. So Rainy, what I'm hearing I... from everybody is this is all about reevaluation. It really is. It's the eight. It's all going around. Yeah. This is oh, just for sure. And Ramey, do you feel a lot of emotion lately? Have you felt like because uh, this this if I don't I don't know anything about astrology really, but Dorothy, mm. this eclipse was about emotions, right? It is, it is about the deep internalized emotions. So Ramey, if you have any questions, go ahead and ask me because sometimes I know I get two astrology words, but. It is, it is the Scorpio eclipse is awareness for all of us to see what we need to see, to take um, our deep feelings that are bubbling, coming and bubbling to the surface to process that, especially if you have anything in that fixed sign of Scorpio, because we don't want to let go, but we need to let go. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Craylin. Okay. Which the next magic card is a nine. Oh. <laughs> oh my wow <laughs> it's about happiness so hmm. uh, we've been talking a lot about releasing and letting go but we haven't really talked about the emotional aspects of what you're going through this hmm. card indicates that emotionally you're going to feel good it's going to bring you happiness on the on the back side um emotionally this is something that <clears throat> you need to do. It may be a little stressful, 
but it's going to bring you a lot of happiness and satisfaction. Yay. Mm -hmm. So I was real interested, <laughs> kind of amazed when I pulled this card. <laughs> That's wonderful. I love it. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Um, I have one thing to say, um, Adriana. When you add Ramy and her last name, you get the 13 four. But when we add the middle name within that, we get a 22 four. Yeah. Mm. So there's there the 22 is very sensitive. This selling the home is is really eating at you because you have so many memories. It's so important to you, right? So I think that the decision of selling the home has to do with um more about you than about the people around you so the the only people left in my family are me and my son and i uh -huh. inherited the house and um and i love the house and i had always said i was going to live here forever um it's a very expensive house to maintain and so at some point i'll have to decide if there's something i want more mm -hmm. it's but it's all glass it is in nature actually oh, um nice. lovely acres lovely. of land with woods and a pond and wow. um, well I, so. th I think that the the energy that's around you right now is really helping you to look within well, well we've all said that right I'm, I'm just repeating what everybody has said we want you to really go within next year 2024 is that nine it's about endings and completions and letting go yeah, so opening that the will door be, up you're going to open the door up for 2025 or uh, 2026 yeah and I can see Saturn moving through the fourth house in her chart. And what that represents is feeling like you want to stay where you're at. But then, you know, because it has history and and it feels like you want to, you know, you feel the history there and you feel connected to it. Um, but it will give you some nice stability too. You know, when the, when the time comes, when you're comfortable to sell it, it will give you um, some financial stability as well. So that that is a, a nice positive step. And, um, and, you know, Uranus is moving through your seventh house. I just want to throw in this wild card because Uranus is always <laughs> a wild card. He's opposite your ascendant in your seventh house. So what that represents is uh, somebody new out of the blue coming through and which is where you're at. And it feels so wonderful, especially for the next year between now and next April. It feels wonderful because there are so many positive steps here going. And and I want you to, to is this person different than anybody you've is is just really different for your normal is that oh my god yes look it at is. the smile of course it is look at that smile <laughs> yay no i feel like you're meeting him and in having a relationship with him i'm implementing every lesson learned from things that that needed to be learned i mean so and he's just so much more sensitive to to others and to me than anyone else i've ever dated and it it oh. just much kindness and Cool. a beautiful person i love that because that, that's wonderful because uranus wants when it connects with things in in our personal charts which it has it it says think outside be you you got to be different you got to get out of this rut and if you don't make choices to make changes which you guys you liked him that was a choice right something that you might have been a little tentative about I don't know but you went out you made a choice and then look at where it's gone you took a chance you stepped out of your comfort zone that's the transit of Uranus in your seventh house and it's going to stay there for for a lot of years so that just lets me know that this is a beautiful opportunity for you to really have a really such a unique and different relationship than you've ever had from somebody with somebody 
So this is, to me, this is exciting. I'd be very excited with that. I'd be like, all right, who's who's the different, I'd call this person a weirdo. Who's the weirdo in my life? (laughs) Where are you? (laughs) I'd be doing that. I'd be doing that. Who's the person who's not like anybody else? I like that, right? It's just... I mean, that's just, those are my words, but I'm not calling your friend a weirdo, but. No, no, no. I'm running them out. Um, <laughs> but that's how I see, I think it's, it's fantastic. And, and yeah. Nice. Thank right you. There for that. Thank you. Thank you, Dorothy. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree with that. So Remy, when I was looking at your chart, it was weird because I wasn't getting uh emotional feelings behind anything that I was looking at um and that's the first time where because that's normally that's where I tap in like I don't know why but I feel like frustrations and I feel that when I'm looking at a person's chart I didn't feel any emotional resistance or anything when I was going over your chart um so I had to take a look at your temperament um, and I just started this, like, I just started trying to look at people's temperament. Um, and then it kind of cleared it up for me a little bit. <laughs> um, so on a physical and mental, yeah, on a physical and mental level, you have a very strong approach to life. So in the physical sense, you're probably really good at getting what you want, um, or making things happen. Uh, so if you want a chocolate cake, but your car is broken down, you're gonna find a way to get that chocolate cake regardless. And you're well, we're somehow... in the food this morning, aren't we? <laughs> uh, we're hungry. <laughs> the sun is in Taurus in the yes. sky. <laughs> oh, shoot. Um, but on a mental level, so mentally you're able to piece the pieces together you're able to see it and then make it happen on a physical level um and that goes with the 22-4 being like a great manifester a master builder getting what they desire in this lifetime seeing it through to completion um on an emotional level and on an intuitive level you just have it's so the book that I use Um, He describes the levels as either being strong, average, or weak. Um, On an emotional and an intuitive level, you have an average temperament. So you're not swayed one way or the other too often. You're pretty cool, calm, and collected. Now, you can go one way or the other, but on most days, you're probably just coasting. Um, But then when I think about this four energy that you have within your chart, I remember one meeting I had with Sue and we were talking about the four and uh, we were talking about four's lack of emotion. Um, And not that four doesn't feel, it's either four doesn't, when when a person has four energy, you either don't know how to express what you feel or you don't yeah, you're not even sure of what you're feeling. Um, And it's almost like, it feels almost like chaos a little bit. Like if you try to picture what chaos feels like, to me, it's just things, it's everything. And 
when I'm trying to push through that, it's kind of like, I don't know what to pick up on. I don't know how to, like what it is that I'm feeling. So it's everything all at once. So it kind of just, it's all washed. I don't really feel much. And I, I kind of get that with you as well. Like you feel things, but you do a good job of pushing through and then you get to that point and it's like, I need, and this theme of release, I need to let go of this thing. I need to yell at someone. I need to go cry. I need to whatever. But I do feel like you kind of just coast through your emotions a little bit. Um, That's a protection so, thing. Survival. Yeah. 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 Like yeah. I, I feel, yeah, I agree with that. <laughs> I got five fours, by the way. So I totally can understand a little bit of what Let's, I, if, can I just interject if that's okay? Yeah. Um, Rainy, I'm going to, since I, I, I'm going to jump between numerology and astrology for a minute. So Dorothy, please jump in here as I do. Um, it's very common that I've seen on several occasions where Life Path 9, which is a calling, right? Like we discussed before, has some other major, you know, you're given, um, these are, when you're given a calling, it basically means you've got choices, but you have the tools. The tools are there for you to do what you have to do in this lifetime. It's a, it's a decision whether you want to pick up on them, much like when we look at numerology, 22 is, is the master number. It's something, you don't, you don't come out of the womb as a 22. It is something that mm -hmm. as you mature and grow, and believe me, I've got several, it's <laughs> you grow into them and you decide if you can accept and do what's been presented to you in this lifetime to do. So looking, okay, so that to me is your 2244, a master builder. You've been put on this earth to be the humanitarian, but to build something that's very lasting. And that can be many things. That can be a book that's gonna go beyond your lifetime. It can be a building, it can be something physical. It can be, there are just, the list is endless on what that could actually be for you. But Rainey, if, you, if we jump over to the astrology chart, Dorothy, and correct me if I'm wrong here, your fourth quadrant is packed. I mean, it is packed. And the 10th house of career, I oh my gosh, I don't think you could get on a planet in there. And basically <laughs> what that means when you're in the fourth quadrant, you are here to manage a process, a group, to, that really represents astrologically the 22, right? And that's, you're, you are a uh, advanced soul is how I kind of look at it. Well, a lot of times when the planets are down in the first and second houses, that type of thing, you're kind of more like a new pat, you know, uh, basically someone who is, is kind of new to all this, if you want to look at it that way. When you get up there to those fourth quadrants, you've been put here for a purpose and a reason. You've got an advanced soul and you're being challenged through this growth and through your life path and through all these different means to step up and decide if you're going to accept. And a lot of times, and I've said this before, master numbers are something you achieve and a lot of times they're not until later in life. So I, I'm just saying to you, I don't know if, if that if you can resonate with any of that or if you've got feelings toward that, but when I look at the chart and Dorothy chime in anytime. <laughs> um, no, you're right. You're absolutely right on track. Absolutely. Okay. Yep. Um, looking at that, that's a big part of your life that I see. And that isn't just something to sneeze at or just think, oh yeah, it's, it's, that's your life. I mean, this is, this is where you are. This is what you're being called to do. It's not a personal year. This is for a year. It's not for, this is your life. This is the path that you've been given, what you've been born into. And you are able, like what um, I think what I was getting at initially when I was talking about your nine humanitarian, 
you are, you know, the expectation is that you're not going to be in a cardboard box under a bridge. You are definitely, and I don't mean that lightly nor to make fun of anyone like mm -hmm. that. But what I'm saying to you is you have the capability of soaring as high as you want to go. The, the means to get there is the selfless humanitarian. Okay. And that is so difficult to conceptually get, but that's what you're being called to do. So, you know, when we look at this, giving, you know, giving away money, what have you, your possessions, your time, your health, your everything that you're about will give you back at a very high level if you step up to the plate, so to speak, what you're looking for in life. So, mm -hmm. you know, that's how I see that. And please, everyone else chime in. If yeah, you can't not do you, you can't not do your chart. And you do like David said, it's a bundle. Everything's bundled in one area. Then one planet is way over here. So it's called a slingshot. And that planet that's way over here is Saturn in the seventh house. And that means doing the work. You know how to do the work. No, none of us here are telling you anything you don't already know. You're mm -hmm. taking all of your knowledge and wisdom from lifetime after lifetime after lifetime. And even now this one, and you're putting it through your career, through your reputation. And it works well when you're in partnership with somebody whether it's business partnership or a really good relationship, your closest friends, things like that. So that, so in a nutshell, you're already doing it. You have all the tools you need to do these things that we're talking about. And, you know, you have already experienced a lot of these things. You know, you're not a teenager anymore. I just like to say it that way. <laughs> we have life experience. <laughs> and, and so, yeah, so, yeah, that, yeah, I agree with David 100%. Praline, did you pull a card? Yep. The last one is actually a one. Oh, wow. And it's the ace of discs. Um, aces to me are always opportunities for new beginnings, um, but they can also represent, you know, transforming or letting go of one thing and then starting something new. And um, mm -hmm. I'm sorry, it's it's emotional. It's not discs. <laughs> um, right. So, you are starting a new relationship. So you've got an opportunity here, obviously, to make new um, new roads in to your emotional feelings about this relationship. It This card is also about emotional balance that you're, you seek to be balanced emotionally. If you're out of whack, it's very uncomfortable for you. So you make a lot of decisions um, based on your feelings and do they resonate with you and do they make you feel balanced in everything else? So um, I'm, I'm thinking that this is a good card as far as, you know, the final pull for me, because it is showing me that you have an opportunity in these questions to find new emotional balance on all levels. So whether you're letting go or bringing in or whatever's happening, you will find that balance point every time that you're walking through situations, letting something go and whatever comes up to bring back in will help you achieve that balance. Nice, nice. Remy, I have one question. Are you planning on doing anything internationally? Um, may, not not planned right now. I'm. I've talked with my son about updating our passports so that 
we could do some travel. <laughs> Nothing yeah. for fact, um, but you know that it is time it's, to see the world. Right, something, something coming in. Now I'm going to turn it over to you a little bit. Do you have any question for us as um, that you would like to ask? Um, first of all, thank you. I'm so grateful for all the insights that you've shared. There's a lot that resonates that there just wasn't time for me to affirm everything yes. you're saying. Um, some of what you said, I, I'm wrestling with a giant decision this weekend um, that I wasn't expecting to be, that um, that some of what you said I was trying to apply to that, which is, um, so um, in my role as social worker, I'm a professor of social work, and I have to decide if I want to continue on as department chair. Monday. Monday is a good time to decide. Monday, <laughs> Monday the sun, Monday, the sun gets to... above the horizon. Monday will be a good day if you can decide by then. All right, so I'm supposed to have it in, in my dean's email by Monday morning. Oh, wonderful. I was going to ask you, there was so much going on, but it was like, I didn't really want to ask you about what's going on Monday because we've talked about so many deeper things. I just couldn't get to it. Monday is, so yeah, process that. Yep. Perfect. It's good. I do have to add, if that's okay, to that very thing. Um, When we look at numerology, uh, Rainy, we look at a core numbers and there's the life path. We've talked about the expression that 22-4. There's also two things, your soul urge and your birthday. And those numbers are uh, 28-10-1 for each of those. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now from a astro numerology, those show up um, very well. And that's a one. We'll talk about that in just a sec. Your midheaven and fourth house with the, this is where I'm pulling in the astrologies of 281, and you have Neptune there as well. But what I'm getting at is the one, as we've talked, are its independence. It's very much about you being a leader, okay? And I also think along with your 22 and being a nine, this follows mm-hmm. through quite well, actually, because it's the very opposite of what the nine is. You're being, you know, you're being basically part of your wired makeup here, is you know independence an executive ability a good leader um you know very diplomatic creative you have a lot of potential for achievement it's all sitting there for you and what you decide to do and the path that you want to take so i would just say to you um and just a little comment about relationships it's sometimes difficult with these numbers and with relationships um to be honest um because you have an independent streak based on your numbers and based on what i've seen here and the best person, and I truly hope this is the man you're with, <laughs> um, is someone who really, that you're not entertaining, but he's going to contribute to what you're interested in and what you're, you know, basically what you're doing, you know, the whole thing with humanitarian. In other words, if he's plugged into that, you're golden, you know, yeah, if not, <laughs> I'm not saying no, I'm not one of those people, but, and you never know, but the, that, that's going to be the best guy for you because when it, Adriana was talking a little bit about emotions, I would, I would say characteristically, probably more holding the back is, and I know that's what mm-hmm. I do. And so it's, uh, I'm just saying to you, that's in these type of relationships and that, that, that format is probably the best for you. But getting back to the whole one, that's, that's kind of how I see it. I don't know if that. Mm-hmm. You are a very independent, very strong woman. Yes. Yeah. You do mm-hmm. make your up your own mind. Mm-hmm. Um, does your, well, your new partner, is he, does he have a sense of humor? Does he have a playfulness on a side of him? Yes. Yes. He's oh, very good. Fun, very creative. He's a science teacher, uh, seventh oh. grade. Um, and so, mm-hmm. so he is, he's just a very creative, you know, high energy, fun person. 
That's good. That's good because that helps you. Because sometimes I think that that's hard for you sometimes to get into that playfulness, that inner child. So have him bring that out for you is, is going to be wonderful, I think. We'll loosen things up. You've been serious for a long time, right? Mm -hmm. Very focused, very serious. Now it's time um, to, to start to relax and play, right? Mm -hmm. That's right, Dorothy. Yep, to play. Yeah. Adriana, um, do you have anything? Yeah, so while we were all talking and then with uh, your last question <clears throat> about this decision that you have to make, I kept in my brain just thinking the difference between a choice and a decision, which we use the words interchangeably, but there is a difference. Um, so when you have choices, you have options. So you can always choose differently. When you decide on something, you, you effectively cut off the other options. Mm -hmm. So the root for decide like you have D and then side or C day, if you just look at yep. it that way. Mm -hmm. um, the C day portion of it means to cut. So you are cut off from, because D means from. So when you decide, it's you cut yourself off from the other options. So I always think whenever you're looking at a big decision, to think of it more as a choice. Like if I go this way, <clears throat> X, Y, and Z will happen. If I go that way, X, Y, and Z will happen. And I feel like that allows more freedom and the choices that we choose to make. <laughs> and I purposely said it that way. <laughs> um, but I, I feel that it allows more freedom in how we operate in our lives versus feeling like we're stuck to one set you know, path or whatever. Um, and I, with, with your four energy, change isn't something that you like too much. You like things to, mm -hmm. as Craylin was speaking, you like that balance. And so a lot of times balance means not changing much. But with um, some of the other energies behind the four, you have been cut off or like in a past life, um, been cut off, like your power has been taken advantage of, or you haven't been able to, or you weren't able to choose in, in past lives. So I think it's important for you to remember that you always have choices. One way or the other, it's going to happen the way it should. You just, you just have to choose. Um, but with all the other energies in your chart, like as David was speaking with that one executive energy. <laughs> it's it's not like if you choose one way or the other, you're losing. I feel like you are strong in whichever way that you choose. Um, so that's that's just my piece on it. <laughs> mm -hmm. That was good, Adriana. Thank it you. was very, 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 very helpful. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, she's good. She's very good intuitively. Yeah. But that really helps me. Um, it changes it from a, you really changed the dynamic for me as I ponder this this weekend instead of wrestle with it. <laughs> oh, there you go. Awesome. That was good wording. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Don't wrestle nice. with it. Just ponder it and let it come. Yeah. 
Yeah. And the eclipse, the eclipse in Scorpio is, I mean, I know it was yesterday, but we were in this energy for a while and it is about recognizing, like putting everything on the table. Again, we'll just start like I did back for pull everything out of the fridge and decide what you're keeping and what you're not keeping, right? What's good and what isn't good. And, and it's the same thing when we have big, important decisions to make. So it's not surprising that you've, um, during this time frame, because this eclipse is going to impact everybody, but it's, it's connecting to your astrology in a very personal position. So it is about what do I need and what am I getting from them? And have I been here long enough? Have I been here long enough? It's Is it time for me to cut the cord? Because when I cut that cord, then I'm creating, you know, I'm freeing us from all of whatever's right. left. The job is done, but then I'm creating space. I hear this for myself. I have to do something like this myself this weekend as well. And so it's like, it's like, I need to create, it's important that I create space for what's next. And you have a lot of support in your chart for what's next but not if you continue to drag on some of the things that aren't helpful. So I don't know if this job is something that, this position is something that takes up too much time. So you're not able to be as creative as you wanna be and as expressive as you wanna be. So you have to decide, you know, because there is, this is a point where you're either you're making decisions about letting go or you're looking at it and saying, well, this is something that's really good. It is worth my time. I think I will sign a new contract or whatever it is and continue forward. So yeah, on the table. This is what the mean. eclipse is doing for all yes. of us. All of right? us. All, all of us. us. All of we've us. We've all been presented with something we've got to face yes. and we've got to make a decision. Right? Yeah. And, and it's not like I have to sit down and say, what am I deciding? It's nature. It's, mm -hmm. it's natural. This is what's going on for everybody, whether you're aware, aware hopefully we're aware of it. <laughs> we, yeah, we think right. we're aware. <laughs> <laughs> we're aware of it. And um, we'll see people doing it unconsciously, but they're still doing it. But, yeah. you know, we're, we're, we're talking to you, Ramey, and, and your chart says you are making a choice about what's good for me. Is it, is it good for the partnership that you're in with that right. with that professor or whomever you I can't remember that's very said. important that yeah. was my thought too Dorothy mm -hmm. I think it's a, there's another dimension here now Ramey so the decision making is a little bit different mm -hmm. than it was you'll, you'll come up with the right thing just if you have to do a calling yes. list pros and cons do that what, whatever your process is you have the south node in Virgo that means you know how to make lists <laughs> mm -hmm. yes she does yes you she do does. <laughs> You know how to make a process and you are a Libra. Right. So that's about oppositions, which is what a full moon is an eclipse. And so you know how to weigh, you know how to weigh the balance, you know, and just see what's best for you. You'll make the right decision. Yeah. Don't you think it'd be really good if Ramey just took some time and went outside and just sat silently and just let things come. Sun's in Taurus. Let's get yes. grounded. Let's get yes. our butts on the earth. Yeah. Right. I but agree with Dorothy. Yeah. Dorothy saying creating space just really quickly. Um, I don't know why I'm stuck on this four aspect with you, Remy. <laughs> I it's four is like screaming at me to you. Um, but Dorothy saying creating space, four is about limitations. Um, so even with this decision or choice, however you choose to view it, um, even with this any decision that you have to make. 
it's important to consider how much can you handle. And like Dorothy was saying, cleaning out the fridge, how much has to be let go of if you're going to take on more. Um, because for remind you, we are in our own personal boxes. We have limitations. We can't go outside of those limitations, mm -hmm. but we can operate pretty effectively within those limitations if we are, you know, cleaning house and uh -huh. taking, right. taking into consideration. Yeah. yeah. Right. Raymond, David, do you have any other questions? Oh. Um, not not anything that I can think of that would be reasonable for five more months. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um, I might just throw out your son is in Libra in the 11th house and 11th house is all about major groups. So however you reach out and that son is your main force in your life. So keeping mm -hmm. that in mind, you know, usually this is a sign of someone who is, you know, the Libra, obviously there's some, could be some indecisiveness, which makes total sense. But um, generally speaking, at the end of the day, your your purpose here as well as hopefully your urge is to go out and you know connect right in some form at a high level with groups so that's i'll just leave that where it is <laughs> yeah that was good david mm -hmm. yeah that's my wow. signature by the way <laughs> my signature is groups and and uh right. you know pulling together perfect nice. yeah mm -hmm. yeah we all do what well, we Well, Ramey, we really thank you very much for letting us read for you. Yeah. Oh, thank um, you. I'll be sending this to you with the information of all the readers here in case you want to reach out to anybody afterwards. Um, yeah, Next, uh, our next reading will be in May uh, 20th, and that's with Senez, who is from California. And she has some questions. Her, her questions are very general about life. Uh, she's in a position at work. She's got two jobs, not sure which one she should choose. She's got family. There's a lot of things going on. So she basically wants us to just look at her chart and give her uh, some guidance as what we are seeing. Mm. Yeah. So I thank everybody for joining us. Thank you, it was a wonderful hour. It always is a pleasure to be with you all. And Ramy, stay in touch. Thank you, Ramy. Thank you. Good thank luck you. with your decision making. Yeah. Everything thank will go well. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Everybody. Have a wonderful weekend. Bye bye. Yeah. Bye now. Bye bye. Yeah.